Beyond Belief on Claire FM. During the summer, I got an invite to go to Spanish Point and swim in the sea at nine o'clock in the morning with a group called Snobby Salsta. I'm not a swimmer and this was a total new experience for me. I love to walk by the sea and admire its beauty, but now I've discovered the fabulous effects of sea swimming, both physically and mentally. I am one of hundreds, maybe even thousands of newbies to the water, and all of us newbies can thank one lady for this newfound experience. June Curtin is the founder of Snavi Salsta. I travelled to Spanish Point during the week and spoke to June about this fabulous new movement called Snavi Salsta. Well, I'm very happy to be in Spanish Point this morning, meeting the wonderful June Curtin here in the Spanish Armada Hotel, and we're overlooking the Atlantic Ocean, which looks amazing right now. Good morning, June. Good morning, and thank you so much for inviting me to join you this morning. It's a great privilege. Well, I think the privilege is all mine, June. I have been watching and listening to your story about Snowy Salsta, and I suppose I'd love to know, first of all, about the young June Burke who grew up here at Spanish Point. Can you tell me what kind of young woman, young girl you were? Yeah, I grew up uh, all my life in Spanish Point um, from uh, in a family business, the Armada in Spanish Point. And from a very young age, we all worked in the family business. So during the busy summer months, we didn't get to the sea as often, I suppose, as we'd like to, because we were always working, whether it was glass collecting, sorting bottles, doing whatever jobs were needed. Hotels, my siblings yeah. and I, and um, my brother John, who now runs the hotel, is here yes. full time. So yeah. we were all involved from a very young age working. So I didn't get to the beach as often as I would like to. Because always busy. There was always jobs to be done. There was always was jobs to business. be done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think I read once that uh, you even, when you got out to the beach, it was for collecting things like periwinkles. That's right. The, We'd sell periwinkles. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you went to school here locally? I went to school that? in Spanish yeah. Point. Both yeah. primary and secondary. Yeah. and my children are now there too, which is wonderful. Excellent. And... Um, then as you grow into a young woman, you, when you were working here in the hotel, you met somebody very special. I did. I met John, my husband. Okay, so both of you were here working in the hotel. Yes, and he was um, also farming. He was from a farming background and he worked here as well part-time. And you fell in love and he... We did indeed and we got married in 1999. Excellent. And after that... Um, Two beautiful children come into the world. Two beautiful yeah. children. My son Callum, who is 16 now, a, a great surfer, a great footballer. He plays for Milton for the minor team Very and he's good. a really good footballer, a really good surfer. And my daughter Amelia, who's 12, who started secondary school this year in Spanish Point. Big year for Big year for yeah. her, but she's a really good girl and... Um, she has lots of friends and loves school and she's very outgoing, which is great. And it's wonderful the school is reopened she's, again for them, isn't it? Yeah, you know? she's a chatterbox yeah. like her mama. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, great gift to have. Great gift, um, yeah. And you had a normal, happy, you know, family life, June, for We had quite for many years, years, although my husband uh, suffered from depression. Okay. So that was hard. How, um, did, how did it affect him? Well, I suppose uh, um, there was a great shame attached to it. He didn't want to talk about it. 
he found it very difficult to open up and to ask for help. Okay. And did you ever notice any signs that there was something serious up? Or? I did. I knew he wasn't well and I actually the night before he died we had spoken about him going to see his doctor the following morning but unfortunately um, he was in too much pain he just yes. couldn't see any light at the end mm -hmm. of the tunnel mm -hmm. and he made the decision to end his life mm -hmm. and this was he got married in 1999 and in the year 2013 when many people remember it as a year filled with joy around September especially That's when right. Claire won the All-Ireland but for you it was a very different experience 2013. Yeah, August 2013 my husband ended his life and my children were just five and nine at the time, so I had the unimaginable task of telling yes. them that mm -hmm. their dad had ended his life. It has to be one of the most horrific things in life to endure, to suffer, June. Absolutely, and I suppose the hardest thing for me was to watch my children grieve, mm. you know. The love as of a mother, mother is yeah. so strong. You, it is so strong, want, and I think... Mm. Um, a mother is as happy as her child is happy, so... And that's a very wise saying. Yes. It's so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you, I'm sure, did your best to, to cushion them and to support them and to help them be well. I did. All my time and energy went into my children, and um, I suppose I was kind of of the assumption that if my children were okay, I would be okay. Mm -hmm. You, mm -hmm. as a mother, you put your children first always. And I, as a result, I neglected myself. I, I was so busy looking after the children and trying to help them deal with their pain that um, I put mine on the back burner and um, I was suffering so badly from stress and anxiety. And my, one day my sister-in-law said to me, you know, June, you can't serve from an empty vessel. If you're not okay, you can't look after your children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, at this stage, I had tried lots of things, like the gym, I had gone to walking, I had done yoga, I had done mindfulness, I had, um, I was attending counselling on and off, but a bit like my own son, I found it very hard to talk, and I still do, even seven years on, it's just, it's so painful. Mm -hmm. You have all these unanswered questions, and... Somebody said to me one day, you know, you'll never find the answers until you meet him again, which is very true, I suppose. Yes, so yeah, and to, you have to live with that. I had to, I, for me, I had to find a way, I suppose, to live with the pain. Yeah. And so one particular day you decided to do something you hadn't done before, even though you'd grown up here by the sea. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, at this stage, I was so stressed um, that... I was sitting in the Armada having coffee with my mum one morning and I was looking out at the ocean, the same ocean I'd been looking at all my life and I said to her, maybe I'll go for a swim in the morning and she said to me, you can't swim, June and I said, well at this stage it's sink or swim and I have two small children to look after so I can't afford to sink so the following morning at nine o'clock I went down for a swim and I felt so good, almost like the weight of the world lifted from my shoulders. You, it's almost like you leave your troubles on the shoreline when you get into the water. And I really felt amazing. I came out of the sea a different person. Wow. 
Yeah. So some sort of healing happened oh, that the, day. There's incredible healing mm. powers in the sea and I've gone to some secondary schools recently talking and I tell them about the healing powers of the sea and for me it was more the mental benefits rather mm. than the physical because I was struggling so badly at this stage mm. and I was trying to avoid going down the route of medication. I said I will try anything but that and um, yeah it was just amazing yeah. and it just I, f I felt so good I suppose and yeah. And, and then you decided when you went home that night that um, maybe you'd invite somebody, some yes, others. Yes, I decided yeah. that I was going to make it a daily habit, that I was going to do a year of sea swimming every day because if I felt this good, I suppose I wanted other people to feel what I felt. So that night going to bed, I put a post on Facebook saying that I was swimming the following morning at nine o'clock if anybody would like to join me. And there was a local woman in Spanish Point, Mary, and her husband saw the post and he said to his wife, Jesus Mary, he said, June Burke is going for a swim in the morning. Why don't you join her? So on day two, there were two of us. Yes. And then we celebrated Snobby Sosta's first birthday and we had 700 people wow. on the beach in Spanish wow. Point. Wow. And mm -hmm. People are coming from all over Ireland mm -hmm. to join us. Yeah. It's the sense of community, the camaraderie, it's just, it's magical. And it doesn't matter your age, your shape, your size. No, absolutely. Nothing. It is, uh, nothing. It's such a mix, isn't it? It's, it's such a great mix, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so you swim seven days a week, 365 days a year. Yes. In the cool weather, it doesn't matter the weather. You're it doesn't out there. matter the weather. Yeah. And actually, um, during the summer, a couple of days, we had torrential rain and we swam and it's exhilarating. Even in the rain, mm. it's just, mm -hmm. it's fabulous. Wow. And then Sunday's a bit, little bit different to the other days in the week at Snobby Sosta. On Sundays are amazing. We have a hoolie every Sunday morning. I think it's probably the happiest beach in Ireland on a Sunday morning. We have DJ Ali Maluli comes out from Ennis to do a country music disco. We have people at this stage coming from all over Ireland to join us. We have breakfast on the beach, we do flowery rolls with sausages, tea and coffee, and we'd sing and dance and swim, and we have so much fun. And it's amazing the amount of young people that join us on a Sunday morning, college students, even younger, um, that get out of their beds early, and they're coming from Limerick, yes. from Tipperary, yeah. from Cork, from Ennis. They come from all over to join us, and they absolutely love it. And it's not just DJ Ali that plays music. He sometimes hands the mic over to local fabulous he musicians. Does. We have beautiful singers. We have Karen McInerney from Quilty with her guitar. We have the Howleys from Kilfenora. We have Kieran Killeen from Miltamalbe. Uh, we have Linda who travels from Tipperary to sing for us. So we have a, we have great musicians, singers, mm -hmm. dancers. It's just beautiful. I'm joined here by June Brick and she's telling us all about the wonderful movement of Snalvi Salsta that's happening in Spanish Point Beach every morning. June, you were just telling me that every single day you meet new people on the beach. Yes, we have new faces every single day joining us and it's wonderful. And, and even today you met new people that you've never yes, met before. Yes, I had two new ladies this morning who had 
travelled out from Ennis and I knew to look at them that they were newbies because they were a little bit shy and they were standing back and I went over to talk to them and um, they said they had wanted to join for a long time but they were very body conscious getting into a swimsuit for them. They hadn't done it for years and I said to him, to them that it's the strangest thing ever. I said, nobody looks at anybody. They don't, it's an obvious also, we don't care what size you are, what shape you are, how you look. Once you're smiling and happy and you get into the water and you enjoy yourself, I said, it doesn't matter about size. And um, they got to the shoreline and they took off their little robies and they got in for their swim. And I met them afterwards walking back towards their car and I said, well, ladies, did you enjoy it? And they said, so much so that we'll be back tomorrow morning. Wow, wow. They absolutely mm-hmm, loved mm-hmm. it, which was great. And that mm. made me feel really absolutely. good as well. Yeah. You know, my own mother, as I said, it was 30 years since she had gotten into the sea until Snobby Sosta was found it. And I kept saying to her, Mom, you need to come and join me for a swim some morning. And a bit like the lovely ladies I met this morning, she was body conscious. Yeah, and she it's a said, real thing for women. It is, absolutely. You know, we, she said, very hard in ourselves. I don't know yeah. if I can do mm. it. She said, I only put a swimsuit on when I'm in holidays. Mm. And um, like the story of the two ladies, I was explaining to her that it doesn't matter. Just yes. come down and get in. And she did. And has she been swimming ever since? Has she, she been has not yeah. every day because oh, yeah. sometimes the waves are rough and yes. she's a bit uneasy on her feet sometimes yeah. so she's a bit nervous of the pockets in the sand yes. but she does get in quite a bit and if she doesn't she comes down for ah, and the Sunday the, early yes. and to meet everybody yeah. as well. Yeah. She loves that. So June, you must you must have met so many different people by now with so much so many different stories. Yeah, and we meet every day people share mm. stories with me mm-hmm. because I suppose I pr- I'm promoting all the time the healing powers of the sea and yeah. that it's okay not to be okay and it's okay mm-hmm. to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely. And you I think know, what's um, special about you is, you know, you you have been so brave in, you know, telling your story and sharing yeah. your vulnerability. And when people do that, they feel secure. It's okay yes. to be vulnerable with, yeah, you know, to I share their vulnerability. I have learned, and it's only in later life, I suppose for me, that I have learned that owning your story is the bravest thing you will ever do if you're struggling don't be afraid to ask for help let the people around you know how you are feeling choose your circle wisely you know you know your people Mm -hmm. the people that are there for you in your darkest hour and they're there for you in your finest hour yes and these are your people Mm -hmm. that will Mm -hmm. help you through the difficult times yeah and everyone is loved and to remember that everyone is loved Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. and everyone is special yes. to somebody yeah you know yeah yeah and everybody you know life isn't easy you life know, isn't easy and I think that's the thing everybody has a story nobody mm, escapes mm-hmm. this life without something for sure we just don't mm. and it's I suppose it's mm-hmm. how you deal with it mm-hmm. yeah that sets you apart I know for me I could have taken to the bed mm. you know I mm-hmm. had my children were five and nine as I said and it was hugely difficult but every day I had to get up I'm amazed at um, your Instagram page. This is a big part of what you do and how you get your message across. It is Instagram, yes. I set up an Instagram page a little over a year ago 
and I think I have almost 12,000 followers now, which is great. And of it's course, it's, how it's not really about how many followers no. I have. It's more about the interaction and mm -hmm. the sense of community. Mm -hmm. Well, can I say, June, you know, I, I don't love social media and I only got on into it about two years ago on Instagram and there isn't much I follow that I, that I see as having value, but I, your page is well worth the read. It is full of wisdom. Thank you very and much. And every time I read what you post, it, it goes yeah. to the heart. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I suppose yeah. I write as much for me as I do for others because it helps me too. Sometimes yeah. I it just to remind myself mm. that but people relate it's okay to, you to have too. a bad day. Yeah. It's okay to have an off day and mm -hmm. I think your messages just I think they go straight to the heart. They they reassure people of that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um so what lessons would you say you've learned in life? I suppose um this tragedy has made me look at life very differently. I'm hugely conscious of gratitude now. I, I try to be grateful for all that I have and not think about all the things that I don't have. Um, and I'm very conscious of kindness and being kind. I always say to the students, if I go to talk in schools, that there's great power in kindness and being kind and um, to be the reason that somebody feels welcome, seen, valued, loved and supported. And this is probably mm -hmm. what Snobby Soster really stands for, you know. Yeah. Um. Somebody, I was reading something recently online about somebody asking a wise man, um, tell me, sir, which field I could make a great career. And he said with a smile on his face, be a good human being. There is a lot of opportunity in this area and very little competition. Oh. And I thought that was very nice. Yes, yeah. Well, you certainly do that, June. Can I ask you, what do you believe in? Um, I believe in God. Okay. What's God great, for you? I have great faith. Um, I may not go to Mass every Sunday, but I have great faith and I pray a lot and I visit my husband's grave and I visit my dad's grave regularly. They're very close to each other and if I'm having a bad day, sometimes I go to the grave and I pray for help when I'm yeah, struggling. Yeah. And I find that very reassuring actually. And I suppose they always, there is that old saying that God never gives you a cross heavier than you can carry. Mm -hmm. And I know that has been tested many times in yes. the last seven years for me. But you know what? Every time I fall, I get back up and I put one foot in front of the other and I keep going mm -hmm. because I'm not going to give up. I have two children to look after and I have to keep going for them no matter what. And I noticed uh, during the summer that you brought the local priest, Father John Kamara, in. John Kamara yeah. is a wonderful man. I brought yeah. him to Spanish Point one Sunday. We were celebrating all those lost to suicide. And he came to Spanish Point and he spoke so beautifully and he lit a candle of hope and um, he spoke for five minutes to everybody and we shared a beautiful swim followed by our Sunday Hooli. But he's a great man and a great speaker. Yeah, absolutely. A gift to West Clare and I can tell you the missing out in East Clare when he left. He's, he's incredible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, June, we began speaking about the young girl that grew up here in Spanish Point. If she could have looked into the future and seen you as you are now, what would she think? Um, she would think of her, I have come, I suppose. Yeah. You know. Would she be proud? 
looking in at the I woman she was about to I become. I hope so. Yeah. I suppose I um, have a lot of self-doubt. If I could have a little bit more faith in myself, I'd I'd be doing good, but I'm working on that, yes. working very yeah. hard on yeah. that. Well, I have met countless people, and I've been one of the lucky people who have come here and joined in on the Snowy Sosta. Um, and I, and you know yourself from all the messages you get on Instagram. You have been, I think, a modern-day prophet. You're, you're just a shining light here Thank in you. Spanish Point, and you're making an enormous difference to Thank you. Well, mental health of people. If I could, if I help just one person, one person, my job is done. You know. Well, you've certainly done that, June, and, and thank you on behalf of all of us who've enjoyed the sea and those of us who can swim and that you brought to the, the gift and the healing powers of the sea. Thank you. Thank Would you, you like so to much. say hello to all your Snobby Sosta um, tribe? Oh, I'd just like to say a big, huge thank you to anybody that has joined me because, um, you know, there wouldn't be a Snobby Sosta without the community that come out every morning and join me. Mm-hmm. There would be no snobby sauce, so I'm hugely thankful to everybody yes. that has shared a swim mm-hmm. with me at any mm-hmm. stage, whether you've been once, whether you come most days, or you know you want to join. The and a very warm welcome awaits everybody on Spanish Point Beach. I was Beach. about to say that if there's anybody who hasn't given it a go, what would you say to them? I'd say I'd highly recommend it, <laughs> and as would I. June, thank you so much for your time thank this you. morning. Thank you, my pleasure. And. I hope that your the dark chapters are over in your life and there's nothing but love and light ahead for you. Thank you so much. This podcast is produced by the Beyond Belief team. Join us on Sunday at a quarter to eight for Sunday prayer and at 9pm for Beyond Belief. Beyond Belief.